Hello everyone, Chaplain Philip with you again. I'm sure you're all familiar with this verse. It's one of my favorites, Isaiah 40 verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. What a comforting promise from God. Fly like eagles, run without getting tired, and walk without dropping from exhaustion. I can think of so many times that I've slogged through an odious task or, or struggled with an extremely difficult challenge. These experiences often left me totally spent. I'm wondering if this strikes a familiar chord with you as well. But then, the best part is when God steps in and shows off on our behalf. The only part of this verse that I don't like is the first part. Let me read it to you again. But they that wait upon the Lord. Do you see the problem here? Waiting. Most of us are good at doing, but not so good at waiting. This seems to be a character trait, though, that God desires in us. It's a cousin to other traits like patience, trust, dependence, faith, a calm spirit, and an unshakable sense that God is in control, so that means everything's right with the world. I must confess, I struggle with this concept, waiting. You'd think that 20 years in the Army would have helped me develop the ability to wait. But a common phrase used by every soldier is, hurry up and wait. You'd better be at every appointment early, standing around and waiting. Fifteen minutes early meant that you were on time. On time meant that you were late. And then, when you got to your appointment or roll call or sick call or a briefing, you stood in line to wait. Every person who's ever put on a military uniform knows exactly what I'm talking about. This brings me to an amusing little prayer I saw on a bumper sticker one time. Lord, give me patience, but be quick about it. I can't wait around long for it to happen. That last part, I admit, I added. That's poetic license, if you will, but I think it's how we all feel. It's really hard to be a finite human being, not having the ability to see around the corner into the future. Waiting is really, really hard sometimes. And the hard part of waiting starts early in life. Do you remember when you were a kid waiting for your birthday to come around? Well, what about Christmas? The day before your birthday lasted an eternity. Christmas Eve? Now that's torture. And how are you supposed to sleep knowing Santa is going to land on your roof, fill your stockings, and put wonderful presents under the tree? That's just so wrong on every level. Well, I think you get my point. From an early age, we human beings struggle with the concept of waiting. So, my friends, what's the solution? Well, I think God helps us out while we're waiting by giving us assurances, little hints of what's coming, and glimpses of his blessings that we'll receive after the waiting part is over. And then, his loving presence helps us bide the time until the promise is fulfilled. Moses led the children of Israel out of Egypt, across the Red Sea, to Mount Sinai, and then around and around in the desert for 40 years. He'd developed patience and the ability to wait by herding sheep for his father-in-law for 40 years before God called him at the burning bush. 
his greatest desire was to take that final step and lead Israel into the promised land. Unfortunately, his one angry, rash act of striking the rock instead of speaking to it, claiming that he had to provide water for everyone instead of God, prevented him from realizing his dream. We can explore the reasons for this punishment at another time. The one thing I will say is that God holds his leaders to a higher standard, especially because they serve as mouthpieces for God. But for now, let's concentrate on how God accommodated Moses' desire to see the land flowing with milk and honey. Let me read to you Deuteronomy 34 and parts of verses 1 through 12. Then Moses climbed Mount Nebo from the plains of Moab to the top of Pisgah across from Jericho. There the Lord showed him the whole land, from Gilead to Dan, all of Naphtali, the territory of Ephraim and Manasseh, all the land of Judah as far as the Mediterranean Sea, the Negev, and the whole region from the valley of Jericho, the city of Palms, as far as Zoar. Then the Lord said to him, This is the land I promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob when I said, I will give it to your descendants. I have let you see it with your eyes, but you will not cross over into it. And Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in Moab, as the Lord had said. He, God, buried him in Moab, in the valley opposite Beth Peor. Moses was a hundred and twenty years old when he died, yet his eyes were not weak, nor his strength gone. Since then, no prophet has risen in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. God showed his love to Moses, even though he couldn't enter Canaan. God was with him when he died and buried him with his own hands. What a touching final act of love. Prophecies are glimpses into the future to help us wait. They give us reason for hope. Messages of encouragement from fellow believers give us strength to endure the trial. They help us also as we wait. God speaks in visions and in dreams. He impresses our minds with his thoughts, giving us a foretaste of glory, keeping us marching forward. God whispers in our ears, surrounds us with his love, always reminding us that what he has prepared for us makes the wait worthwhile. I don't think waiting is ever going to be easy. The good thing is, God will never leave us or forsake us, and we will never wait and wonder all alone. Isaiah 40, 30, 40, 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. I will grow weary at times, struggling with the frustration of having to wait. But when my mind is clear and my spirit is calm, I know God will give me the ability to wait. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1. I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I am to give to this complaint. Friends, I will learn to wait upon the Lord. Sometimes I will wait with patience and calm. At other times I will wait with anger and frustration and struggle. But regardless of what my emotions or my anxieties bring to the situation, I will wait upon the Lord. Why? 
because I know that even in my difficulties, in my fears, in my uncertainties, in my strengths and in my weaknesses, in my hopes and in my small measure of faith, I will feel God's patient, unchanging, loving, firm, gentle hand pressing against my back, reassuring me that he is there, that he stands behind me, that he will go before me, that he will make the waiting well worth the struggle. And he will do the same for each and every one of you. I want to share two praise songs with you today. The first one is entitled Another in the Fire by Hillsong. And I Can Only Imagine by Mercy Me. While learning to wait upon the Lord, don't give up. God will be right there with you. So until next time, I'm Chaplain Philip. And as always, may God bless you today.